Hey friends, we are your hosts Leanne and Llewellyn and welcome back to the One With Friends podcast. We are closing out the series, no, the season with a two-parter and we are going to do it in two parts. Llewellyn and I are not just going to shove this into one episode, although I didn't think about that. We definitely could have done that, but it's going to take too long anyways. So, um... I worked from home today and it was wonderful. What did you do today? I just worked from the office. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I loved it. It was so wonderful. <laughs> nice. <gasps> yes. Um, okay. Well, let's get into it. All right. Um, so full disclosure, this episode has the same, this and the next episode have the same description. So we'll read okay. them both times, but just FYI, if you're hearing it next week for a second mm, time, that's okay. why. All right. So this week we watched part one of the one with Ross's wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, this was written by Mike Michael Borkow, directed by Steve or Stephen Kevin S. Bright, and originally aired on May seventh, nineteen ninety eight, which was the same day when Lisa Kudrow's son was born, just FYI. Quick fun fact, right at the beginning. There you go. Arriving in London, Joey and Chandler go sightseeing, but Joey's overly enthusiastic behavior compels Chandler to go off on his own. And then back in New York, Rachel realizes her feelings for Ross are stronger than ever and rushes off to the airport as wedding time nears. Nice. Okay, so another disclosure. Um... Lots of disclosures, Llewellyn. <laughs> uh, well, it's it's season ending, um, and just because of them going from New York to London and everything happening, I've decided for these next two episodes, I'm going to do them Leanne style, um, where we're just going to talk through the episode in order. Uh, okay. It just makes more sense. It makes more sense for the last episode, more so than this one. But I'm mm-hmm. just since it's they're titled the same, I'm going to do the same. So. Okay, sounds good. All right, so in the soft open, we open up in kind of back and forth between the boys' apartment and the girls' apartment. Um, Mm -hmm. Monica enters the guys' apartment yelling frantically, essentially to just hurry up and get packed, get ready, because they have to leave for the airport. Um, They have a six-hour trip to London, um, and she's just like, she's being Monica, true fashion. Um, And the guys are like, we have six hours with her on a plane. That's a whole lot of Monica. Um, <laughs> and then it kind of goes back into her apartment and she's like check boxing everything. So she packs, mm-hmm. she packs one thing, check, another, check, another, check. And then she realizes <laughs> as she's doing this, that that's how she grew up. Like that's how her mom always did anything. And so she's like, oh my gosh, I'm like my mom. Um, but then Ross enters and immediately mm-hmm. does the same thing, <laughs> which was just spot on, I thought. It's so great. Now, the shirt Monica wears in the beginning in this scene is the same one she wears in Scream 2. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, which makes makes me wonder if like it was her personal shirt or if she stole it from set. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I probably loved it so I much. Loved- <laughs> I loved the um, through the door shot when you could see like from the girl's apartment into the guy's apartment. I thought that shot was really cool yeah. and they don't do it enough. They don't. 
I mean, there's really no reason for them to both have their doors open at the same time, but maybe some of the episodes with, like, the one with the two parties. Well, I guess they were trying to keep the mom and dad away. But, you know, like, I really wish there were some more of those because I thought it was cool to watch them packing while we watched the guys pack and scramble. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Um, so then they're getting ready to leave. Or, oh, Joey's getting ready to walk out of his apartment. And Chandler asks him the a great question to ask before you fly anywhere. Do you have your passport? And he's like, yeah, it's in the top drawer in my uh, dresser. And he kind of just looks at him and he's like, don't want to lose that. <laughs> right. So he just looks at him and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go get that. Yeah. Um, and Did it- you notice that Chandler has kind of chunked or like Matt Perry? He has chunked up a bit a little bit. I, oh, yeah, I've noticed I it a couple episodes ago. Okay, this is really the first episode where I looked at him and I was like, oh, yeah, he was, like, so skinny. And now he's filled back out. Yeah. Yeah, I just noticed it. Um, okay, anything else about the soft open? Nope. All right, so then we're going to the main part of the episode, and we're in the girl's apartment. And Phoebe is staying at Monica's apartment with Rachel while they're in London. Um, because she is very close to being, to giving birth. Um, and so she's sitting on the couch and Monica's telling her where everything is, like not really where everything is. She's telling her where all the cleaning supplies are, um, to which Phoebe replies, well, won't Rachel know where all these are? And she's like, yeah, <laughs> like Rachel cleans. <laughs> um, so good. And then the boys enter and Joey just keeps repeating London, baby. <laughs> it's so good. Annoying the crap out of Chandler. And he's, he said something like, I don't know that that can get any, any more annoying. And then he says it one more time. And he's like, nope, it definitely has. London Baby could have definitely been one of the, like, episode rating systems. Yeah. Because it's, like, one of Joey's things. But we did get, like, how you doing, so. Yeah. But I just thought of it. I was like, that would have been such a good one. Um, so Phoebe wants to say goodbye to them, but she can't get up. So she, well, she can, but she chooses not to get up. Um <laughs> Um, and so she asked for them to come give her a hug. But before they come, she said, oh, can you bring me, can you bring me that, I think it was like a glass of water or whatever on the, ca- on the table. So Ross brings it over to her, gives her a hug. Um, and then she's like, all right, Chandler, you're next. But, but can you get me the book that's on the counter in your apartment <laughs> before? And he's like, okay. So he leaves to go do that. Um, and then Ross comes over and is like hugging slash mm. holding her hands Rachel's hands and basically yeah. begging her to come. Um, mm-hmm. And every time he begs, she continues to give another reason about why she can't ask for the time off at work. And she's so slammed at work. And so she's using the excuse of work, even yeah. though we know the real honest truth. Right. Um, but then Monica comes to her rescue and is again, frantically yelling at them that they need to get going. Yeah. And Ross gets kind of, he gets kind of low-key mad about it. Yeah, he does. Like, his face. You're like, oh, poor guy. Yeah, because... I mean, it is the big day. You're like, really? Yeah. Like, for my wedding? I think because the last thing he says is like, all right, well, I guess you're just going to have to watch it on tape when we get back. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Um. So Chandler returns with the book, and he, like, says Phoebe's name, like, five or six times in, like, really weird ways. Um. Mm-hmm hands her the book and instead of getting a hug she just pats him on the head <laughs> um okay before we kind of end this there's a couple things about 
the scene and then Phoebe. So real quick thing, right behind Phoebe's head, you see a picture of Ben. This is probably the picture that you brought up earlier, right? The picture of like Ben in Monica's apartment, but it's like it's not with Ross. It's just Ben. Um, Yeah, it was on that table. There were a couple. Yeah. And it's weird. It looks like a classic JCPenney photo oh, from like back is. in the day. Yeah. So I definitely noticed that one. And then just a couple things about Phoebe slash filming and Lisa Kudrow. So obviously we know that Lisa was pregnant in real life during the filming of this episode. And so, of course, she wasn't able to travel to London. So the writers had to kind of find a way to keep her involved in the story while still in Monica's apartment. And while she was pregnant, she was still asked to wear padding when the episode was filmed because they needed to make her seem larger because she's having triplets in the show, whereas she was just having her son. And then just some logistics, the the finale, all of it was filmed in three parts. First, the scenes with Lisa, uh, Lisa Kudrow were filmed in Los Angeles. Then everybody went to London and they filmed the scenes on the street. Then they filmed the dinner and other scenes in a studio in London before an audience, which must have been really cool for people in London to be yeah. able to come to a friend's filming when it's an American show. That's probably pretty rare. Yeah. That's pretty cool that they they still did it with a live audience. Yeah, yeah, I thought so too. Or even that they did those scenes in London because they could have just done those here. Done it. They definitely could have. Yeah, for sure. Nice. Yeah. Um. So the friends go to leave, and the last thing we hear is Joey yelling, "London, baby!" <laughs> um. Rachel closes the door, and Phoebe immediately asks if she needs a hug, and she kind of pauses, and she's like, "You don't have to bring me anything." <laughs> That was cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then we go to London and they do this little like montage of London buildings with music and whatnot. Yes. Um, yes. To get you kind of in the mood for London. Mm-hmm. And then we are outside what I assume is their hotel room. Um, and it's Joey and Chandler. <laughs> and Joey is being the annoying tourist. That has yes. a giant camera because 90s. Um, 90s. Hashtag 90s. Yeah. And he and he goes goes ahead and tells Chandler that the first thing up is what Westminster Abbey. Um, mm-hmm. And Chandler already looks annoyed because Joey's got this camera in his face. He whips out this map that's like a Dora the Explorer type map. <laughs> it's like a pop-up map. <laughs> yeah. Like it has like the little buildings that pop up. And Chandler is like <laughs> mortified. Not only that, but he, like, so he goes to, like, turn it and read it, and he can't figure it out. So he decides that he needs to go into the map. So he sets it down on the ground and steps on it like that's going to do anything. And Chandler just looks at him, and he goes, hey, if you uh, see little me inside there, can you kill him? Question. Yes. Did you just say Mary Poppins? No. I did not say you didn't, Mary Poppins. You didn't say, like, a Mary Poppins map, did no, you? No, I said Dora the Explorer. <laughs> Dora the Explorer. Okay, because when he said I have to go into the map, I was like, that sounds like some Mary Poppins. Yeah. Like, theme. Like, that's so funny that you equated it to, like, something else. That's so great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, like, picturing, like, like, can you find the map? And it's, like, sticking out of Dora's <laughs> little backpack. <laughs> You're like, that's yeah, so it's good. right there. And she's like, it's do right you see you. it? It's right there. <laughs> Um, okay, so the the hotel that the friends stay in in this episode, you can see it in the background. It's the London Marriott. 
And it's the actual hotel that the cast and crew stayed in while filming. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It's helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we go to outside again, but we're heading towards the church. Um, yes. And Emily, it's Emily Ross and Monica. And Emily's complaining about all the things that could go wrong. Like a typical bride-fearing type moment, I would say. Um, and Ross, like, looks at her and he does the hand motion for timeout. Which, for <laughs> non-Americans, because it's probably different where you are, is basically just putting your hands on a like as a T. Um, yeah, and so he's doing this in front of her to like get her to like time out, and she, and she's like, "Well, up yours too," and is like really <laughs> upset. And he's like, "No, no, no, no! In America, that means time out. Like, just stop for a minute." Yeah. Um. And so he, he gets her to like calm down for a second and then monica pipes in and she's like well you know chicken kiev isn't really um that fancy like salmon might be more elegant and we get that in the moment she's trying to be helpful but ross like hits her because she's not being helpful um and they walk up to the church and all we see is destruction i don't really Mm. know how else to say that it's literally looks like somebody took a bulldozer to it yeah, specifically Brighton Co. Demolition. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And right before they had, like, shown the church, Emily mentioned, or I think Ross mentions, um, like, we're getting married in the church that Emily's parents got married in. Yeah. And then we see that it's basically been torn down. So then they're inside of it all of a sudden, which I'm pretty sure would not be allowed. No, Because it's a never. construction not without- zone. Like, no hard hats, just randomly Reflector vests. Like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, no. Um, Unless England is different. Yeah, this is <laughs> but true. But I doubt it. This is true. I'm sure safety standards are hopefully similar. Yeah. Um. So they walk inside, and Emily is just freaking out. And Ross is, like, trying to calm her, but you can tell that by his mannerisms that he's also internally freaking out. Yeah. Um, but don't worry, because Monica talked to a guy with a shovel. And found out that they tore it down a few days early. Sure. Which helps nobody. Right. Um, You know, one thing, like, we'll see this, we'll see this venue in a a different light, pun intended, later. But you can tell the bones of the structure. And that's one thing that, like, America doesn't have is just history. Yeah. Like, all of these... Like Westminster Abbey and, you know, you think of other European like places where they're more than 200 years old and you've got like the old architecture and beauty and, oh gosh, I just wish there was somewhere within the United States that you could disappear to and have something like that. But there just isn't. Yeah. Which is I would a say, huge bummer. I would say like towns like have their own things, but like they're sure. not well known like the big places are in like London. Right. And even like the old you think of like in the center of Chicago in New York City where they have those huge like cathedral churches. Yeah. Even those are still only 200 years old. Right. <laughs> you know. And but you think of like Notre Dame and that's the only one I know, but you think <laughs> yeah, of Yeah, no, I get you. Like St. St. Peter's uh Cathedral, like you think of all of these like European ones that are like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years old and you're like man 
That's the one thing. If you want history like that, you have to go outside of the United States in that capacity. Obviously, right. there's history elsewhere for different topics. But for buildings and things like that, it's Europe, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we go back to Joey and Chandler's little adventure. Um, <laughs> I don't really know what else to call that. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> yeah. And they have arrived at Westminster Abbey. And... Yes. Joey proclaims that it is hands down the best Abby he's ever seen. Um, <laughs> probably the only one. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and Joey whips out his camera and asks Chandler to tell him like what he's thinking about and what he thinks about it. And he goes, well, I think it's great. And, uh, but I think that they're, re- they're thinking of renaming it to put the camera away and just mm-hmm. gets really frustrated and decides to mm-hmm. run away from Joey while still filming. Um, yes. Anything about that? Uh, no. Okay. So then we go back to the apartment in good old New York City, and Rachel enters and offers to help Phoebe with anything, because she's currently trying to get up off the couch. She's like, I'm here for you. Let me know what you need. And she's like, well, I have a wedgie. And she's like, yeah, but I'm not going to help you with that. <laughs> no. Um, I love Phoebe's blue and orange combo. Oh, yeah. Like on the top in this Yeah, in this she was scene. rocking it. So cute. You know, she only has around four minutes of screen time in the second part of the episode. I know that's like for the next one, but like, that's it. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It makes sense because we don't see her it very does. often. It does. Um, so Phoebe asks what they're having for lunch and Rachel is just kind of like downcast. She's like, I don't, I know we need to eat, but I don't really want to eat. Um, she's like, I'm just bummed at how I left things with Ross lying yeah. about you know, work being the reason I'm not going. And Phoebe tells her not to be so hard on herself and then says the line, if someone I was still in love with was getting married, to which Rachel is quickly taken aback. <laughs> Very quickly. And she's like, I am not in love with Ross. And Phoebe is like, oh, oh, okay. And it's just yeah. uh, like avoids it basically. And so Rachel goes on this tangent where I'm not, I'm not going because he's my ex not because, or I'm not going because he's my ex, not because I'm in love with him. Feelings don't mean love. I, I have loving feelings for Ross, but it doesn't mean I'm in love with Ross. I have sexual feelings of love for him, but I do love him. <gasps> oh. Mm-hmm. And then gotcha. she stands. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me? Well, we thought you knew. You- <laughs> Literally. Everyone knows. Yeah. And she's like, well, what about Ross? She's like, well, not Ross, but everybody else knows. And like, the whole argument for her not going anyways was that it would be too hard. Why right. would it be too hard if you weren't still in love with him? Right. Like, the logic kind of makes no sense yeah. for her to not realize it, but it is funny. Yeah. Like, we thought you knew. Yeah. I think she did know. She just was afraid to admit it. Great point. Um, okay, so then we go back to Chandler and Joey's adventure. <laughs> and they arrive at a British tourist stand. And okay, yes, I know. I know you're gonna say it, but <laughs> this London street vendor is played by none other than Sir Sir Richard Branson himself, the founder of Virgin Group. One of the hats in the souvenir booth has one or more actually has the Virgin Atlantic logo on it. It's hilarious. And there are several Virgin Atlantic baseball caps on the stand. They have tan. Uh, cat bills 
I thought that was so funny. That's hilarious. I was like, oh my gosh, Richard Branson. I forgot about that. Um, yes. So Joey goes and picks up the gaudiest hat ever. It's like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's the equivalent of the I Love New York's t-shirts. It, it absolutely is. Do you buy... Okay. I remember you buy magnets, though, don't you? I do. You you collect magnets. Yes. Okay. That's right. Yes. I was like, I... I but you don't like... Because you're right. It is the equivalent of, like, the vendors in Times Square that are just kitsch souvenir type shops. Yeah. Like, do you ever go into those elsewhere? Do you go into those at all? Do you try and find a magnet, like, online instead? Like, how... Like, how do do I find my magnets? Is that what you're wondering? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, it depends on what I'm doing, where I'm going, but... Yeah, usually. Wait, have you ever been outside of the U.S.? Yes, been to Mexico. Okay, did you get a magnet there? I did. Okay, was and was like it a in flea like... Market. Okay, got it. Yeah. So you try and go to like a local... Yeah, I mean, when I first started collecting them, it was like in tourist shops. Um, and sometimes mm-hmm. that's the only place I can find them. Um, but usually it's like... Like... For instance, when I went to Cleveland for my brother's wedding, I yes. we went to one of the museums downtown and I bought one in the museum because like technically Got I wasn't it. there for the museum. I was there for a wedding, but like we visited here and it said I just like to I mainly like to get magnets that have like the name of the place I'm at. Yeah. Um, OK. And then if I go like every time I go to a race, I always get one and I try to get like the generic one that has the race's date on it so that I know. Oh, yeah, I went to that, Got it. that race on that date. Um, so, and I have so many from when I used to visit Florida that I had to start Mm. getting creative. And so I've got some that are like 3D looking, some that are just basic. I think I have one that's like a flip flop and also like a bottle opener. Um, but they all say like the same place. Okay. So you don't just get one, you get one every time you go somewhere. So, like, say yeah. you visited Mexico again, you would get another yes. Mexico magnet. Yes. Got it. For okay. Place. Yep. Yes. Okay. I'm tracking. Yes. Um, I currently don't have anywhere to display them, so... <laughs> and they're, my box is starting to get full. Um, oh, yeah. You used to have them at, in your office. Yeah. Or in your desk, in your little, like, cubicle thing. I did, yes. Got it's it. It's gotten too big for that now. Ah, uh, okay. Um, anyways... Joey picks up the most gaudiest hat. Um, <laughs> the worst. And Chandler... A virgin Atlantic hat would have been better than what yeah. he picked. <laughs> Chandler tells him, I'm not gonna... Mm-mm. What did he say? Oh, he, he's, he's essentially like, I'm not gonna hang out with yeah, you. Yeah, but he's like, I'm not gonna that. have to buy that. I'm with stupid t-shirt now. Um, oh, yes. And Joey is very insistent that he is going to wear it. But Chandler is also persistent that he will be spending the rest of the afternoon alone if he wears that hat um Mm -hmm. and the guy the cart guy is like trying to help joey out and by saying you know well all londoners wear these and chandler's like well that's odd because nobody around us is wearing them right now and he's like because they're all tourists (laughs) obviously not um so chandler is fed up with it because joey's like well i'm wearing this and i don't care what you say and so he's like well i'm gonna go home then before i can be embarrassed anymore and he turns yeah. around, slip or he slips on something or knocks on something and falls into the cart of flowers next to him before he walks off. And did off. not 
he did not help clean up, nope. which I did not appreciate. Nope. <laughs> I was like, Chandler, come yeah. on. Yeah. Um, so then we go back to the hotel and Ross has spoken with Emily's dad um, and is reassur- trying to reassure her, like, we can find a new place. Like, it's not a big deal. And Monica or Emily comes in and says that her and Monica were talking and she seems a little bit happier in this mm-hmm. moment. Oh, no. Um, and so oh, no. Monica suggested that if she's not happy with the place that they can find in one day that they should just put the wedding off for a bit. And Emily mm. seems like really enthused by this this moment. But Ross is like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Um, right. Because Monica doesn't realize how much money has been spent on this. Her teeny tiny brain doesn't comprehend um, how many how much time people took out of their lives to fly thousands of miles to be here. And yeah. while he's doing this, he's trying to put pants on and he keeps putting them on backwards. Um, yeah. And then it just keeps making him more frustrated. Um, so Emily is trying to like reason with him, like, you know, people are going to understand. And he's adamant, like, we are not postponing this wedding. And he's still trying to get his pants on correctly. So she is so upset. And she's like, well, um, the pants on backwards is not your issue, Ross. You're the one that's backward. If you don't understand how important this is to me, maybe we shouldn't be getting married at all. Ooh. Um, And she storms out in true mad fashion. So I didn't know if you caught it, but before the whole pants gag, while Ross was at the, like, mirror in the, near his, like, dresser, did you notice that he was brushing his brush with a brush i didn't know what he was doing but i knew he was doing something (laughs) weird he was like yeah i don't know how else that's exactly what he was doing and i was so confused by that yeah maybe uh, maybe other people do do other people brush their brush with a brush in order to maybe get the hair out i have no idea i don't know i don't know i don't know why you'd be doing that in london like why wouldn't you have done that before you flew to new york or and like flew from new york Guys' hair is so short, like, does it actually get wrapped up in a brush? Right. Like, girls are, like, all over the place, so it can get, like, easily entangled. But, yeah. like, guys' hair is so short when it just, like, fall out. You would I think. don't know. I just thought it was funny. Um. Okay, real quick. Um. I know this is, like, trivial, but the necklace that Emily wears, um, it's kind of back, but at the beginning of the episode is the same necklace Monica wears in an earlier season. And then in this scene specifically, when Ross and Emily are arguing, uh, Ross is wearing two different boxer sh- boxer shorts in different shots during oh, the scene. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Which should have been like, hey, those are very clearly exposed. You would think that the continuity would have been more on point. You would think so. <laughs> you would think. That's funny. Yeah. Um. Okay, so then we fly back to New York, and we they don't literally fly. We just go back there. Um, we're in the apartment and Rachel enters again with a ton of shopping bags. Mm, I love me some good retail therapy. Yeah. And she uh, proclaims that Manhattan doesn't have enough stores for her to get over Ross. Which makes me think of that song. Lot. Material girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, but don't worry because Phoebe has a way to help her. But first yeah. she needs a photo of Ross, a small mm-hmm. piece of chocolate and a tepid glass of water. Tepid. And Ro- <laughs> tepid. <laughs> and a small piece of chocolate, which I love that she said that because Rachel brings her a whole bar. Um, yeah. But Rachel's like, oh, what are you going to do? Some like seance thing to like get rid of him or whatever. And she's like, no, the picture's for you, but the water and chocolate are for me. 
Yes. Um, so she holds up the picture of Ross and she says, "Okay, did you get a picture of that? Did you did you take a good hard look at that photo?" I didn't take a hard look, but I did look at it. Yes. <laughs> did you notice that it was just a picture from the show? Yeah, it was like a still of the show. <laughs> Okay, so for those of you who are wondering, the photograph is from the one with Chandler in a box. Um, Phoebe is obviously also in the photograph, which was taken in Monica's apartment. So that's from that episode. That's not funny. Absolutely hilarious. I didn't know which episode, They're just like, but I did just notice. Let's just get an onset still. Yeah, or like, <laughs> like maybe what? just like take a photo of him real quick. Like you could have just taken a photo with him and Rachel like together, like as if they were dating, and then like printed it. I just right. thought it was so funny. Um, so Phoebe holds a photo in front of her and she says, I want you to think of, or look at the photo and think of all the flaws. Um, but before you do that, I just want you to know that I think Ross is a a great guy and like basically like praises Ross and then tells her to like, now think of all the flaws. Mm -hmm. Um, so it didn't work and Phoebe is like, all right, well, let's try another thing. Um, she starts telling her story. She's like, right, imagine you're with Ross. You're kissing him. You're running your hands all over his body. <laughs> and then you get to his hair and you, it's, it's, it's greasy. And, um, Rachel, who is staring at this photo of him is just kind of like grinning. And she's like, you know, his hair has ever na- never actually bothered me. Um, so clearly it, her thought here didn't work. So she decided she said it was more crunchy versus greasy. Yeah, which would make which sense. Which is funny because it kind of settles the argument of like Ross in the beginning seasons. You know, the whole like, ew, why is his hair so greasy? Yeah. Interesting. No. I love how they addressed it. <laughs> um, so Phoebe decides to switch to diversion therapy where she tells her to look at the photo. And so she does. And then she pauses for a second and then just hits her upside the head <laughs> really hard. <laughs> Honestly, it's it's not bad logic, <laughs> oh, but it does not work. <laughs> and it's abuse, so don't do it. Yeah. So then we go back to the hotel in London and Joey in Chandler's room. And Chandler's in the hotel room. Joey enters with said gaudy hat on. Mm-hmm. And they both apologize and admit that, or Chandler admits that he had a lousy day. But Joey who also apologizes, said, well, I had the best day ever, and I've got a camera to prove it. So he whips out his camera, Monica walks in, and they're staring, they're looking at these pictures, and they come across a video of mm-hmm. him talking to Fergie, who I mm-hmm. gotta admit, I have no idea who Fergie is. Um, okay, can I tell you? Yeah. Okay, so the woman, this woman, Fergie, who is complimenting his hat, is the then Sarah, Duchess of York. Okay. So after her divorce from Prince Andrew, gross, she went back to using her Christian name, Sarah Ferguson, which okay. is why she's known as Fergie. Got it. So so he's he took a video with her, and she thinks mm-hmm. that his hat is dashing. Mm-hmm. And Monica and Chandler are just like, have no idea how this is possible. I think it's so cute because Joey would be one of those guys that's just like so excited to be in London and runs across this random person and his like exuberance is charming. So she was probably just like placating him a little. Yeah. 
not and he he wouldn't know who that is so the fact that he comes back and he's like yeah she thought it was cool and they're like oh my gosh that's fergie i just thought that was really sweet yeah so then ross enters and looks at monica and says i heard you talk to emily (laughs) and monica's you're welcome um but then (laughs) ross and then ross (laughs) chimes back with am i was it your idea to postpone it I love how nasally his like, am I? Yeah. Like it's almost, it's almost Janet, but not quite. Yeah. It's like the male version of Janet. It's just high pitched a little. Am I? So at this moment, it's starting to get a little tense. So Joey and Chandler excuse themselves to the bathroom in their room, might I add. Um, And Ross wants to know Monica's fix it idea on if the bride doesn't want to have the wedding at all. Mm -hmm. Um. And so Ross starts going off and points out why it's stupid to put it off since the hall is ruined. Um, and Monica is just calm about it. And she comes in with like true wisdom. She's like, all right, Ross, how long have you been planning this wedding? He goes, Dude, she destroys him with this yeah. argument. She goes with like a, for like a month maybe. And she's like, okay, well, Emily has been dreaming of this wedding since she was like five years old. Like yes. women think about their wedding basically from the moment they can start dreaming about a wedding. <laughs> Um, and so she's like explaining all of this, like you're thinking about the hall and the dress and the reception and all of that. And then she starts thinking about her own and gets a little Mm -hmm. emotional. Um, and so the guys like throw a box of tissues from the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Um, and she, then she ends it with, she's like, but the most important part is that the guy is under, understands how important all of these details are. Yeah. Um, so Ross is like. It brings Ross back to reality, and he's like, okay, can you help me figure out what we got to do? Um, all right, anything else there? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. The times have definitely changed since the 90s, and I feel like guys, there's like certain groups of guys that don't want any input. They're fine with their woman doing all the planning, or not all of it, because that's not fair, but like doesn't doesn't really have an opinion. But then there's other guys who like, They've thought about it, too, and they want their opinion shown. So, question for you, like, do you have enough of a vision without your your man's input? Or would you want to partner together and and have him, like, put himself in, you know, like, his ideas in there? Um, yeah, so I'm not like most girls. I have not been planning my wedding since I was a child. Um, I honestly can't tell you a whole lot about what I even want at my wedding. Um, I think a lot of that also has to do with the fact that I'm, you know, in my thirties and still not married. So it's kind of changed, but, um, I want the guy to have input. I mean, I've got Mm. ideas like I would love to have a destination wedding, um, Mm -hmm. which that in of itself makes it hard (laughs) to like plan ahead because true, you know, so I've got, like, things in mind, but I think I'll be there. it's really, well, I plan on you being there. Um, I think it's important enough, like, it's an important enough day. Okay, yeah. let me just say this. I know that a lot of people make it all about the bride, but it's not just about the bride. Like, this is mm-hmm. a wedding of, like, where two become one, and you, you can't have two becoming one if it's just the bride, so... I think the groom has every right to have just as much detail in it as the bride does. So I definitely yeah. want him to have like 
say on a lot of stuff. Um, but yeah, so I would like it to be a group effort. Nice. What about you? Cool. Um, I think I've changed so much over the years that even the way that I wanted a wedding to look, I like my style has changed even. Yeah. And even the way like I don't want I don't want like a normal wedding that everybody else does. I want it to look and be different, like agenda and everything. So I'd like his input because I don't have as many ideas as maybe I used to have, but I do have some ideas that are so much in stone that I he won't have any input because I have decided. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, yeah, there's definitely some But there's things. not a lot of those. Yeah. Like there's and there and it's nothing it, there's not a lot that it's like some things are just like yeah. So there's certain things it, where yeah. I'm like hard pressed to do it one way. But yeah, I thought that was interesting because I know that like everybody's different. So even Monica saying like every girl has dreams since they were five, like we know that's not true. Right. But the idea and the stereotype is that like women think of this and men don't. And that's not true. But that's why I asked. Cool. That's it. All right. So we go back to the apartment and mm-hmm. Joey is calling Phoebe to find out how the chick and the duck are doing. Um, Phoebe's joy is so stinking cute in this scene. Like, it's so... It was adorable. Yeah. Um, But before she can tell tell him how they're doing, she tells him the story about how she saw someone on the subway that looked a lot like Joey, and she just really needed to know how much she missed him. Um, To which he gives her sass back and says, well, I just wasted $4 on that conversation. (laughs) Um, But... So she asks... Uh, if he misses her and she go, he goes, well, I, I kind of miss you, but not really because I'm having too much fun, which is a very Joey response, but like not what you wanted to hear. Um, mm-hmm. And she reminds him that the seven of us miss you. Seven being the duck chick, Phoebe, Rachel, and all three babies. Yes. Um, and then the pizza guy arrives and Joey immediately gets upset because they called the pizza guy without Joey being there. Mm-hmm. Um. And she's like, well, we we got two pizzas like you would, and we were thinking about you when we ordered pizza. So, so okay, I guess um, have fun, and, like, hangs up. Um, yeah. And so Joey turns the TV on. He's sad. Aww. And what is on the TV? <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> the great American classic. Everybody knows your name. <laughs> I love how, like, Cheers is essentially the first Friends. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of rendition of of this type of sitcom show, but Cheers was, like, the OG of, yeah. of this type of story yeah. line. Or story frame, at least. So I thought that was, like, really funny. Like, really cool how they pulled that in. Yeah. But also, obviously, made Joey a little homesick. Yeah, it's funny how he's, like, really sad. He turns it on, and he gets, like, kind of happy. And then he, like, slowly starts to get sad when he's like, <laughs> I miss home. Yeah. Where everybody guy. knows my name. Yeah. Um, So then we pan to the church, and Monica has brought Emily, who's not happy, not thrilled at all. Mm-hmm. And they walk in, and Ross plugs in these lights and they've got like Christmas light type lights hanging around. Um, mm-hmm. And Ross is like, all right, imagine so pretty. it was really pretty. Like all those twinkle lights. So pretty. Yeah. 
Um, and he goes, okay, imagine, imagine a lot more lights, like a lot more light, fewer bricks and flowers and candles. And then Monica interjects. She's like, and the chairs can go this way and musicians go up here. And, um, okay, you go Ross. And so Ross, um, just tell, just basically tells her, he's like, look, if you're not happy with, with the way that we can make this look, he's like any other time will work, whatever, whatever it is that you want. And Emily loves it she thinks it's perfect um and she can't basically can't wait to get get married and then monica of course has to mention that she still doesn't have a date to this wedding (laughs) yeah which is a bummer but Mm -hmm. um so we go back to the apartment and rachel is in her bedroom and she asks phoebe if she knows where the duck's food is to which Mm. she replies yeah it's under the sink why and she comes barreling out of her bedroom with her suitcase. And she goes, because I'm going to London to tell Ross how much I love him. Such a huge reveal and such a clever way for them to, like, segue into her coming out. Yeah. Did you notice that when she came out of the bedroom, she came with, like, there's, like, a button-up shirt, like, just on her shoulders. But yeah. But in the very next shot, she just has her tank top on. Yeah. I did notice And then that. at the end of the scene, right before she walks out the door, like, the very last, like, view of her... She, like, is situating it back on her shoulders. I was very, like, very confused by yeah. that. Um, so Rachel wants to go because mm. he deserves to know all the info and then make an informed decision. But Phoebe... He has to know. He has to know. Yeah. But Phoebe tries to talk her out of it. You know, if you do yeah. this, you're going to mess with his head. You're going to ruin his wedding. You've missed your chance. Just stay. And, like, for yeah. a second, you think Rachel might stay... But then she opens the door yeah. and she's like, no, I'm going. And she yeah. leaves. What did she call Emily? A British chippy? <laughs> she did. Yeah. Phoebe did. She's like, he's happy, he's happy with his British chippy. Yeah. I just thought that was funny. I didn't look it up or anything, but I just thought it was funny. Yeah. Um, anything else about the episode? Besides the tag? Yeah. Not besides the tag. Okay. No. And the tag is simply Chandler and Joey exploring London on top of a two-tiered bus. Yes, the classic red double-decker. Fun fact about this one, the lady that sat behind Chandler is the show creator and writer. writer, Oh, nice. Marta Kaufman. Awesome. I love it when they have little Marta Kaufman. I, I know, like, little... Like, we obviously have, like, famous people who come in, like, Fergie and Richard Branson. But then to have, like, Marta come in, I thought that was really sweet. Yeah, I remember um, on New Girl, they do that on one episode. Um, Liz, oh. I think is her name. She... Okay. Yeah, she... Merriweather? Like, Liz Merriweather? Yeah, she plays, like, a... What is it she plays? She plays, like, a, a pizza delivery person or something. Oh, but she, like, actually has nice. lines. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. That's what I would do. If I was an executive producer or a director, I would for sure write myself into the show all the time. <laughs> Peter Jackson famously did that with um, all three Lord of the Rings and Hobbit movies. Nice. So all six, I guess. So you have to like try and look for him, but it's pretty fun. And then I don't I don't feel like I have to say it, but I'm going to say it because it's obvious. But just for the sake of it being out there this is obviously the first episode to take place outside of the united states for friends what like i had to say it i had (laughs) no idea (laughs) you mean london's not in america (laughs) what um cool all right favorite scene 
favorite scene um i oh gosh i like joey being really excited but i think my favorite scene is the church with all the twinkly lights i just thought it was so pretty and like you knew it took like time and effort for them to set it up and help at least create enough of a vision for her to be on board. And I just thought that was really sweet. Um, and then Ross, like, understanding, like, if it's not this, then whatever time. I actually thought that was that was sweet. Nice. And it looked really pretty. What about you? Um, I don't know that I have a favorite scene, but I think I just it's really... It's this one. Yeah, I really liked all the moments with Phoebe and Rachel. Mm. Um, not that they're never together, because they are, but I like that it was just them and, like, like their scenes were really, I don't know. I just felt like they were a lot closer than they usually are. Um, yeah, that's true. And I enjoyed mm-hmm. their like interactions back and forth, and how Phoebe is is being like they're both being friends to each other in a different light. Like Rachel's helping her because she's pregnant, and needs the assistant assistance, and yet Phoebe is still like a shoulder for Rachel to cry on and all that. And I don't know. I just really liked their interaction this episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which leads us to episode rating system. Ooh, episode rating. Okay, I think I'm going to give it a how you doing. Okay. Wait. Unagi. Okay. I'm going to go right in the middle. I thought it was I thought it was a good episode. I thought like enough happened, enough drama, enough humor. Um like excitement with like Rachel running out. I just thought it was pretty well-rounded, good story development for them, at least in this, like as we're nearing the end of, of the season. I'm going to say the same exact thing. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yes. yes. For basically the same reasons. Look at us. Cool. I love it. All right. This is post show. Wrap up? Yeah, I know. Uh, it's all yours. Look at you, Miss <laughs> Trivia Time. Okay, friends. Um, so I still don't have our <laughs> trivia cards, but I do have the World Wide Web. So um. <laughs> I love that. I love your initiative, Llewellyn. Yeah, so Very I looked proud up of a couple. You. The downside is I already know the answers because they're really... Sure. I tried to you find to questions where like, I would have to like click on it to see the answer, but and no luck, so... Um, so this is all you, Leanne. I for sure don't know these. What is Rachel most afraid of? Um, probably, probably maxing out her credit card. Okay, so it's a physical, it's a physical (laughs) thing. Okay. Did you like my answer though? Yeah, because that's real for her. It's a physical thing. Yeah, that you would find in a park. I'll narrow it way down for you. Dogs. Dirt. No. Swings. Oh, the swing with her daughter. Dang it. Yeah. I knew that. I knew it. All right. Chandler says his last name is Gaelic and means what? Gaelic. <laughs> Bing. <laughs> Bing is not Gaelic. I know. That's, That's why funny. I thought the question was funny. Was it sarcastic? I think what he so. said? Like, yeah. was it like Bing? means like notification 
Essentially, I think he. I think it's a. Uh, it. I think it's a Thanksgiving episode because he says it means the turkey's done. Oh, <laughs> okay. So I was kind of close. Yeah, that's really funny. That's good. Okay, social media spotlight. We got some cool little reach outs, which I am excited to tell you all about. Um, and by some I mean one. And guess who it's from, Llewellyn? Who? Our Swedish friend. Our Swedish friend? Our Swedish friend. She reached out and said, hi, I'm really behind on listening to the pod. So I'm literally binging the last episodes. I'm watching season four to catch up with you. So I've recently watched the season four Thanksgiving episode where Rachel says after seeing Richard's son as the eye or at the eye doctor with Monica that she wants to hurt her eye too so she can see him. Cut to this morning when I've listened to the season four episode 15 Yemen episode and the trivia question about Rachel afraid of hurting her eye. To play the devil's advocate, it could be Rachel find finding jamming a pencil into her eye worth it for Tim. <laughs> I hope it makes sense and I will get back to you. It's early in the morning and I'm on my way to work. Have a great work week or no, have a great week and well done on the workout routine. I need that too. Oh no. <laughs> She hasn't gotten to where we We have already let our Swedish friend down. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Um speaking so our Swedish friend, because I can't say your name. Thank you. Thank you for reaching out to us. So appreciate that. I definitely it definitely would be worth it to jab a pencil into your eye for Richard's son, Tim. And that leads me to a very clever segue of recommend to a friend. Ooh, okay. Get this, Llewellyn. I was already considering doing this as my recommend to a friend before I, before she emailed us. And then when she emailed us, I was like, this literally could not be more perfect. Okay. As we all know, Tim, Richard's son, is played by Michael Varton. He's an actor. He's born in Paris, which I love, to a French father and an American mother. He is the one of the main characters in the show that I'm going to recommend to you, Alias. <laughs> nice. The show is like 20 it's years such old. Such an old show. It's so old. Um, it's it's created by J.J. Abrams. So it has elements to it that I don't really love. I just like it for the spy element of it. The reason I started watching it, because one of our friends, you guys know, Elizabeth, her, like, one of her favorite shows in the entire world is Alias. Like, Alias is what made her want to be in, like, the FBI or, like, that type of maybe not a spy, but that type of work and ultimately like made her determined to go to college. She's like, I literally went to college because of Alias <laughs> because she wanted to go to school to be like a criminal, like criminal minds, FBI type person. So I'm watching this and Michael Varton is just the stinking cutest guy. He's, I think, a little bit older in alias than he was in friends if i'm if i'm thinking back correctly um hold on let me see it was 2001 to 2006 yeah so he's a little bit older obviously probably by what five years maybe 
He's like five years older. So he is like in the show. He is so cute. Don't don't look at him now. Like don't IMDB him and think that that's an accurate representation. In my brain, he will always look like he looks like an alias. He's so stinking cute. But it's it's a fun watch. There's a little bit of like a supernatural element to the show, which is the part that I'm like, this is kind of like lame and stupid. But I just like it for the spy. And I it's like the will they won't they of this romantic partner. Like I want them to be together. So I'm just waiting to figure that out. And it's only five seasons, which is really quick. So if you have access, it's on Disney Plus. If you have access to Disney Plus, highly recommend Alias to a friend. Nice. What about you, Llewellyn? Um, <laughs> I think I've already recommended this at some point, like maybe in season one or two. But okay. I'm going to recommend it again just because... And it's a TV show, so it just goes along with yours. I promise we do more than just watch TV. Um, but <laughs> uh, Not much more for me, honestly. <laughs> I'll be honest. No, so I... Did you see how our workout routine went? <laughs> right. Um, I have been trying for a while to get my mom to watch this show, and she just finally started watching it. Um, oh. It, because I think she would love it. So I... And also a movie just came out. Or came out recently, within the last oh. month. Oh. Um, and so I wanted to go see it, but I told her she had to watch the the show first. And the show is Downton Abbey. Yes. Okay. Um, and so she started it. She had actually didn't even tell me she started it. I'd come over to spend the night, and she was watching it. And I walked in, and I was like, that is not what I think it is. I can hear those voices. Um, and so she started watching it. And she... Okay, a little disclaimer about my mom. I love her to death, but she tends to do like 5,000 things while she's watching TV, as do most Americans. Yes, but I I remember you telling me that. Yeah, but she also gets, she doesn't fully pay attention to what's happening. And I feel like, especially if you've watched Down, Downton Abbey, because it's a, peri- like it's a period piece where mm-hmm. it's not set in our time zone and it's very different lifestyle like you kind of have to pay attention to understand some things before you can like do other stuff i'm pretty sure i watched it during covid so like i had literally nothing else to do with my life so i just like benched it and didn't do anything else so i had to like make her stop and like physically watch it but she's starting to starting to really get into it and Mm. i'm hoping she gets through it because it's apparently going off netflix very soon um Actually, I think oh, by the time shoot. this episode airs, it'll have been off off Netflix. So, dude, which Netflix is a bummer. Is like losing it. It is. I think it's going to Peacock. It's going to something oh, else. Okay. So she'll like be able to like. Back. She doesn't have Peacock, but I told her I was like, just get like a trial and finish it. So just get through as much as you can until. Yeah. Then, but so I would recommend it. It's if you have to like period pieces and. Um, be warned that it it might take a minute to understand, but once you understand it, you get it. And I love it. I actually, I think I already mentioned this, but I watched the first movie first. I had a friend that mm-hmm. really wanted to see it and nobody else wanted to go with her. And I was like, fine, I'll go. Um, and her boyfriend had gotten us in for free. So I was like, yeah, sure. I know nothing about <laughs> this show. And I went and watched a movie. Um, Dang. And then watched it from the beginning which was kind of sad because i already knew which characters died so it's oh, like i shoot. fell in love with these characters knowing they were gonna die <laughs> oh no 
But anyways, that was a long thing to say. So apparently go watch Alias and go watch Downton Abbey. Perfect. Love it. All right. Well, that wraps up this episode and we will be finishing season four next week when we cover the one with Ross's wedding part two. Yeah. So grab your tissues and we'll see you guys next week on (laughs) the one with friends podcast.